You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. What comes around is all around. Don't you mean what's all around comes around, Ricky? We are back on the Pipeline Show. We're going to kick this episode off with the 2020 Draft Spotlight. And uh, for this, we're heading out to the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League uh, to Quebec. But my guest actually comes from Newfoundland. Uh, and I'm pleased to get a chance to speak with a guy who might uh, right now being projected as a first-rounder, maybe even the top 10. Dawson Mercer of the Drummondville Voltageur is my guest. Dawson, welcome to the Pipeline Show. Thank you very much. I appreciate being here. Well, tell me how the uh, season has gone for you and the Voltageur right now. I can look at the stats and see, well, the numbers are certainly there for you. I'm guessing you're pretty happy with the way things have gone. Yeah, for sure. We we came in this year with, obviously, a different group from last year's team with a much younger and a lot of rookies, and we we just wanted to make sure we got better every day, and I feel like we've proven that this year with the the, games, the amount of games we won and from what people were projecting us to be, I feel like we really accomplished a lot more than what they expected, but what we felt that we were going to do anyways this year. Everybody's chasing Sherbrooke right now, but uh, the Volts are uh, you know in that next group of teams that are, are trying to track them down. Uh, have you uh, gone head-to-head with the Phoenix uh, so far this year? And if so, uh, how'd that work out? Yeah, we uh, we just played them on Friday. We just beat them 2 nice. nothing in a close game at home. It was a big game from our full group, but it was it was a cool experience to be, be in front of against that top team in the CHL to put them down. So now you're uh, you're in their heads now. You've got that mental advantage. Oh yeah, yeah. It feels good against <laughs> to get those important wins, especially in your conference wins uh, against those guys to bring our ranking up. As we're speaking right now, uh, we're 21 games into the season. You have 34 points. This interview will come out in about four or five days, so things could change before then. But uh, 17 goals, 17 assists. Uh, are you pretty happy with that that production? I mean, you're on pace to blow past your numbers from last year, and that was a good year. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm happy with the numbers I put up, but especially with the the amount of games we've been winning is important too this year. But my, I'm, I like to keep it pretty consistent on both sides of it with the amount of goals and amount of assists. Also, I don't want to be led to just a single out player of a goal scorer or a playmaker. I like to keep them both in a a general range within the two, and I feel like I'm doing a good job of that. You're reading my mind, Dawson. It's like you're uh, answering my <laughs> questions before I ask. I was going to ask if you see yourself more as a a shooter or a playmaker, but um, <laughs> it, is it uh, important for you to, I don't know, is that keeping the opposition guessing, or, or how do you view that? No, I just, I, I like to take what the game gives me, you know, I, you never, a uh, shot on goal is never a bad option, but obviously you want to make that goalie have more of a decision to make. You don't want him to know that you're always going to be the shooter or the passer on the two-on-ones, you know, you just want to change it up a bit, and I feel like I, I use the variety really good. Uh, are you a guy who sets a, like statistical goals for yourself at the start of the year? I mean, 30 goals last year. Do you say, well, I want to hit 50 or something this year? Are you that type of a player? Um, somewhat in a little bit, but I would say mostly of just like getting better every game, looking at it step by step of just focusing on one game at a time. So I just look in the, the short term span of it, but obviously, yeah, I want to surpass my goals from last year and, and all of my, individual stats from last year i want to make sure they they improve this year so that's just the main thing i'm looking at for me all right excellent dawson mercer from the drummondville voltager is my guest to hear on the pipeline show in the 2020 draft spotlight and dawson what i like to do in this segment of the show is uh, let my audience kind of get to know somebody that's in your position being that it is your nhl draft year and uh, the audience is across North America, so not everybody that's hearing this will know uh, they don't get to watch the the Voltageur play and might not know who Dawson Mercer is right now. 
Uh, so let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Bay Roberts, Newfoundland. Little town outside of the city, St. John's. I'm about one hour away of a uh, population around 7,000. 7,000 people in Bay Roberts. All right. Uh, and do you remember how old you were when you first started playing? Oh, I would say around five five years old, around that age. I feel the, the most common age for most young hockey players when they begin, but I would say around that time. All right. Who got you into it uh, back then, or is it just, you know, all your friends are playing, so you want to play too? No, my my dad and obviously my family was uh, big within the hockey world. We we All my cousins were playing it, and like you said, friends, but yeah. no, I watched my dad play, and then it was just from there I just grew the passion of the game. Excellent. Nice to have a, a coach like that uh, in the family. Yeah, yeah, my my dad and my uncle coached me most of the way up through my my young minor hockey career, so that I I put a lot of credit to them. Now, tell me about uh, being drafted in the Q uh, draft a couple of years ago now, but you're a first round pick, at eighth overall, as a matter of fact. There's some pressure that goes along with being taken that high, isn't there? Um, not too much. I don't, I don't really take the pressure much. I I find it it sometimes makes players get away from their game and they. They struggle a bit more, so I don't. I don't find I take the pressure. I want to just. It, you understand things are going to happen, and like you want to accomplish those big things. So I just take it that small step to make sure I don't. I don't let affect my game. So I, I enjoyed the moment, but then as soon as I came back to like the training camp here, I, I was no different than any other player. Now the uh, the, the transition going from Newfoundland to, to into playing in Quebec is there was there a language barrier at first? Did you have to get over? Um. It wasn't too bad because I moved away at 14 since I'm a late birthday. I went to Bishop's College School in Lenoxville, Quebec first. Okay. So that's uh, that's an English school there. So uh, it was uh, like a little transition because there wasn't too much French there, but there obviously was because I was still in Quebec. But sure. uh, then when I came to Drummondville, it was a bigger transition. But then my, my billets are English. They used to live in the States. And uh, and then obviously we had half of the team was English. And I have one assistant coach that was only English speaking. So I wasn't really forced into the French too much. All right, I see. Well, and I guess now, I mean, I can hear the accent a little bit. So you speak uh, all all three official Canadian languages: English, French, and Newfie. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> give the French. I, I can't speak no French. I can't add that in. The new new Newfie and uh, English. Yeah, you can. You can say those two, but not. I I can't speak the French. Uh, Dawson, now uh, the sheet I'm looking at says six foot of uh, 172 pounds, but that could be out of date. What are you at right now? Yeah, six foot, uh, 181. 181. All right. So do you feel yeah. a difference, uh, with that added, uh, the, the ad- and I'm guessing it's muscle as an athlete. I'm sure you're, you're yeah. not taking cheeseburgers all the time, but um, do, you, do you, does it give you a, a bit of a different feeling on the ice? You can do things that maybe last year you couldn't? Um, I, I guess it helps in, in, uh, certain areas of the game, maybe a bit harder for other players to push off the puck and little details like that, but I feel, I, I don't really recognize it too much of me. It's just more of I feel other players might recognize it more. Okay, I understand that. Is the draft something that you you spend much time thinking about? Uh, I, I talk to a lot of players on the show, and you're either going to be one of two. You, either you don't want to think about it at all because it's a distraction, or yeah, you want to think about it and and uh, you see where you're ranked and because it's a motivator for you. Which which uh, which camp are you in? Um, I, I would say yeah, I like to I like. To, obviously, I feel every player should think about it a bit. It's a bit experience for you, but I don't think to the point where they want to let it get to their heads or if they or if they take too much thought into what other people are saying. So I don't let what I hear affect me because I, I know my my skill set, I know my my game. So I, I don't want to let 
their opinions or their thoughts affect my game only in a positive way and never in a negative. How would you describe yourself as a player, Dawson? And I know you, you said you like to kind of balance out the, the shooting and the playmaking, but overall, give us a picture of the way you play the game. Yeah, I would. I want to be a 200-foot player. I feel I am where contribute offensively to the team, but also I want to be the, the guy out there on the ice in the last two minutes of the game when you, you can't get a goal scored on or taking the D-zone draw. So I want to be... Uh, those players that can play in all three zones of the of the game and just contribute to the team every night. This is year three in the CHL for you. See, so I mean, you could have a couple of year, more years of eligibility if uh, if it worked out that way. But before your eligibility is done and, and you move on to pro hockey, what aspects of your game do you think you need to work on the most? Um, yeah, well, I feel that the game is so fast these these days, like compared to the past, and the game is all speed, quickness, and everything. So I feel every player should be working on their Obviously, the first three set, uh, steps from their skating and then obviously just continuing on with the speed of the game because everything's at a high pace. So I just feel every, but every aspect has to be worked on, but I feel speed is the biggest thing for every player. And would you call speed an asset for you? Um, yeah, I feel at the junior level, I'm fast. I feel like I, I can really push the pace, but then obviously to get to the next level, I feel that's a, a big jump that every player needs to take within their game. Okay, because you're not—I mean, you're not six four and two hundred and fifteen pounds, but you're not, you know, five nine either. You're an average size player, um, but mm-hmm. getting stronger—that'll come naturally over time. I mean, you're eighteen yeah. right now, but by the time you're twenty-three, I mean, you'll be a lot stronger than you are. So, um, but other areas of your game that you, that you're working on, uh, the, what, what's been a challenge for you? Maybe areas of the game that uh, maybe have given you a, a bit more challenge. Um, well. I don't really feel like I pinpoint any little details. It's it's kind of a wide span of just getting better at everything. You know, I right. I take the mindset to the to practice to get if it's better. I want to get my shot more accurate. If I want to make my pass more crisper. If I want to be a a tougher battler in the battle drills during practice. It's just those little things that I feel build up to to make me more consistent, more complete player. So, but there's no real out, outstanding aspect that I I find I have to work on right now. Lastly, Dawson, uh, uh, growing up on the Rock, I mean, you're far away from an NHL market. Uh, so, who was your team growing up? Um, my hometown team that I, I watched, or the team I played for? No, the the team that you cheered for, like NHL team. Okay, um, I wasn't too big of a, a one pick team, but I would say yeah, I mostly picked who was playing the two teams, and I would pick one of them. But being from Newfoundland, it's mostly you're either a Canadian fan, a, a Leafs fan, or a Bruins fan. So, right. I I did have. Uh, uh, Patrice Bergeron's jersey as a kid growing up, so I would say I, I, I looked at the Bruins most of the time. Excellent. Listen, Dawson, I really appreciate the time and I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, best luck the rest of the way this year. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate your time. That is uh, Dawson Mercer of the Drummondville Voltageur, and uh, when I thanked uh, Annie, who's uh, the media contact for the uh, Voltageur, I sent her a message to thank her and uh, told her that I really enjoyed the conversation with Dawson and she said he's he's an awesome guy on and off the ice, and I think that came across in that interview. I think he'll do really well, you know, at the uh, NHL Combine, things like that. And boy, having a great season so far for the Voltageur. Up next on the Pipeline Show, a real treat uh, as I had a chance to speak at length with the, the head coach of Air Force at the Air Force Academy. His name is Frank Serratori, and uh, go on YouTube, Google Frank Serratori. And watch some of his post-game addresses and, and pre-game uh, media conferences, things like that. Uh, they are legendary uh, and really uh, just a fun conversation. 
with Frank. We uh, covered a lot of ground uh, about uh, his team this year and about the program in general. And also asked him about the whole uh, coaching situation uh, at various levels and the reports of you know player abuse and things like that. I wanted to get the coach's perspective on that. And uh, he shared some thoughts on that topic as well. All of that up next in the NCAA Campus Report here on the Pipeline Show. This is Greg Carville with UMass, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that, and its players graduate at a 90% rate. Jonathan Taves. Backhand scores! Wow, what a goal! Colton Pareko. And Patrick Sharp. We're stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you are a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. Champions of the college hockey world! 